This is Thursday, September 8th. Do you know what characterizes your generation? What your generation is like? Scripture often speaks about this and how one generation can set up the next for success or for struggle. Here's our text for today, Judges chapter 2, verse 10. And all that generation also were gathered to their fathers, and there arose another generation after them who did not know the Lord or the work that he had done for Israel. Now we are told that after the people of Israel went in and took possession of the land that the Lord gave to them, the generation of Joshua passed. If you remember the story of Joshua and Caleb, these men trusted God when almost no one else would. A generation before, when Israel came out of Egypt, the people were given the opportunity to go into the land that God had promised to provide to them. But at that time, they refused. They didn't think they could do it, and they failed to trust God. For that reason, that entire generation wandered in the wilderness. It was the next generation that finally went in. Sometimes it is the case that a generation must go to the sidelines and wait for the next generation to make the next advance. I think we're seeing this just now with the NASA space program. NASA put people on the moon over 50 years ago, but then exploration stopped. Why? Well, it wasn't because we were lacking in technology. No, technology, well, continued to advance. I believe it was vision. Likely, it was the changing of the generations. We have been waiting for a new generation to take up the call to explore the universe. Now we have telescopes and plans for space exploration that are signaling the coming of a new era. This also happens spiritually. I always found this statement from the book of Judges very sad. The generation that died had seen the mighty works of God. They were given success in settling a land that became their own. The book of Joshua is filled with the excitement of that exploration and conquest. But as that period ended, a new generation was born that, well, it doesn't know anything of these times. Yes, there are the stories from the past for sure, but no experience of the power and presence of God among them. Of course, we could imagine what would happen. Without the personal knowledge of the Lord, the people become untethered from the holiness and glory of God. They're adrift, really. Yes, they have the land, but they've lost touch with the one that provided it to them. Now, you might wonder what your generation is like. Here are some simple descriptions of the generations of today. The silent generation are those born through 1945. One silent generation woman confessed, I regret we didn't touch our children more. She confessed how little affection there was in her home because they thought at the time that would make their children weak. They have pride in their moral goodness and they often can't admit sin or moral failure. Then there's the next generation. They're called the baby boomers, those born after the silent generation through 1964. This is the time when families first began to split up in large numbers. As one woman confessed, we wanted to pursue our dreams and often we left our children and families at the curb. 
This generation has a pride in their independence and idealism. They often can't admit how they let their children down. Then there's Generation X. That's 1965 through 1980. They feel put out and put on. They tend to blame others for their plight in life. They take pride in their authenticity, but they live in deep self-doubt and fear. Then there's the Millennial Generation, 1981 to 1996. Though hyper-connected, they struggle with face-to-face relationships. They take pride in their abilities, yet don't know how to handle the pressure to succeed and the fear of failure. Now we also have Gen Z from 1997 to 2009 and the Alpha Generation from 2010 through today. Now as we're looking at the generations, because it was also a break between the Silent Generation and the Boomers, leaving the Boomers restless. The deep rift opened up in families that then trickled down to Gen Xers and so on. This rift signaled an increasing increasing abandoning of the faith, faith in Christ, and participation in the body of Christ. Now, we don't have time to lay out the complete generational landscape, but the book of Judges charts the changing of about two dozen generations, showing how generations that walk with the Lord tend to thrive, and those that wander from God don't. Now, you say, how can this help us today? As we have learned, each generation has the calling to share the faith with the coming generation, to teach the next generation of the grace of God in Christ. And so we can be asking, how can we invest in our children and their children to direct them to follow the Lord, to build a succession of of life in the generations that come? Would you pray together with me? Lord God, we see the turning of the generations And we rejoice that you pour out your spirit so that people can know you. Help us to walk with you so that those that come behind us might learn to do the same. We pray for the coming generations that they would discover afresh you and your glory. For we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Mm -hmm.